Nope, nope, nope. So how do you want to do this? Well, we were interested in, uh, you know, your speech up there, obviously, and a couple things that, that caught uh, our attention. Well, it's, better, it's better if it's organic, I think. So yes. I'm not going to prepare you. <laughs> well, oh, I agree. Do you see any notes at all with me? Because I agree, because if you listen to something that's, I've got these eight points and we're going to hit them all, dang exactly. it. Yeah. You fail. Yes. At, you might have got In today's your global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. Welcome back to Quality Matters. I'm your hostess, Darcy Chambers. I'm Kyle Chambers. We're at the Doug Mid-Continent Conference, and we're sitting here with Richard Spears of Spears & Associates. Thank you for joining us. We spent a lot of time trying to figure out what our company name needed to be. Oh. So that's <laughs> where we came up with that name. <laughs> so Richard is one of the speakers here that we heard, and we got a hold of him and said, yes. hey, will you come be on our podcast? So first, just tell us a little bit about what your company does. So ours is a pretty simple story. We've been a we're a 54-year-old, 55-year-old company that's always been an oil field market research firm. Okay. 1965, Dad really? started the company in our garage out behind the house on East 13th Street. Oh, that's cool. And <laughs> that's cool. So we're still in Tulsa, but now we have this global footprint. Right. And if you look at our client base, it's you know it's Saudi Ramco and Chevron and Schlumberger and Halliburton and. All wow. the investors in New York and in, and in London and 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 uh, but every time they they come to us, it's to look at the size and the trends in oil field equipment and services, product lines, technologies, management teams. So we do a bunch of advisory work related to deals. Companies up for sale. Gotcha. We'll take a look at it. So this is that's the, my morning job, and in the afternoon. Uh, because we work on so many deals, sometimes my brother and I take uh, we take off our consultant hat and we put on our co-investor hat, and we approach the private equity firm who's doing this, making this acquisition. Oh, awesome. We say, "Would you consider not paying us?" By the way, that's not the policy we have for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but we say, "Would you consider letting us take off our advisor hat and be your co-investor hat?" And also, would you consider putting one of us on your board of directors? Because okay. sometimes, whatever the company is that's being looked at, the product service line that they've got, and the management team that's running that business, and the private equity firm that is about to make this investment, all those those three planets line up. It doesn't happen very often, but right. sometimes it does. And it fits an area that my brother and I are interested in. Oh, so we have a bunch of those uh, kind of companies. So oh, very in exchange cool. for your fee, you become an investor. Well, we do so that, but we'll we'll put in our family money. Okay. We'll actually we'll actually not bill them, and we'll we'll actually be the contributor of capital alongside our private equity partners. Okay. So we'll do. We've done 17 or 18 or 19 of those. Oh, that's good. And it, wow. it's, it's, it's my afternoon job. <laughs> and, but here's sounds here's, like fun. Here's why it's germane <laughs> to this. Um, in doing so, uh, we have to live by our own advice, mm -hmm. like the morning job. 
the market research business. Right. Now I've got to go to the board meeting in the afternoon and, and review my market research work. Ah. And it's made us really much more humble. I bet. Because you realize, what is a forecast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, there's so many things uh-huh. that can mess that up. And so that that's where we come from. Interesting. Well, interesting. That is. You're absolutely held accountable to, to yourself, not just to your own standard, but your own finances. Well, yeah. Our, our clients are holding us accountable. Yeah. Our, uh, our, the companies we invest in, well, boy, that one's easy to, to watch. <laughs> and But it's, it's also, I mean, anybody that's listening to this who's ever prepared a forecast mm-hmm. knows that you work on the best information available, and then you really make a guess. You make an educated yeah. guess mm-hmm. about what you think is going to happen. Right. And and this and and it never works out that way, but you you ha- gotta have a target. You gotta have a target, mm-hmm. otherwise you're gonna definitely miss the target. Right. <laughs> you just have to have the ability to pivot pretty quickly. Sure. When things are going off that path, so that's 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 what we've been doing for decades and decades. Well, Very cool. Interesting. I Very love cool. The story that started in the garage because you know so many good companies started in the garage you always see the memes going yes around. <laughs> apple computer hp spears yep. and associates kind of the same <laughs> same oh, thing, kind of same thing. Apple, that's what we're looking at okay oh, fun. so when you were speaking fun, fun. you asked a question i don't know if it was rhetorical or you meant to get back to it but ran out of time and you asked if uh elizabeth warren would be able to stop fracking in the united states and before we get that question answered you talked about fracking, which I actually had to look up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so you talked about fracking, and that's not really what they're referring to when they say they're going to stop it. Yes, so let, let's define the term then. Let's sure. do that. The oil industry for, gosh, 60 years has done this thing called hydraulic fracturing. Mm-hmm. And the short end we've always used for that, for you know, for a couple of generations, is the term frac, and mm-hmm. we spell it F-R-A-C. Mm-hmm. And it very specifically is where you pump fluid and sand and some chemistry down into the well. It cracks the rock open. The fluid drags the sand down into the crack in the rock that you've just done. And when you're done pumping and cracking the rock open, you turn all the pumps off, it flows back out, you leave the sand in place, and that props or it, th- this fracture you've created now allows the flow of oil, gas, and water back to the well site. Okay. So the industry thinks of frac as that, mm-hmm. because that's what it is. But it's taken me a long time to realize that when the opponents of the oil industry talk about frac, they put the K on the end. So that's what you'll see commonly spelled F-R-A-C-K. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it to your own imagination what that looks like written down because that's the intent. But what the opponents of the oil industry refer to there, <laughs> it's not an accident. And what the, what the opponents of the industry are talking about is the entire U.S oil industry right the drilling of the well the hydraulic fracturing of the well the producing of the well Mm -hmm. and so the question would be like elizabeth warren if she becomes the president of the united Mm -hmm. states she has said i'll do two things on the first day i'll stop all leasing of federal lands for future oil field development Mm -hmm. and she says and i will also stop frac and what she means isn't hydraulic fracturing where i've cracked the rock open she's talking about the entire oil and gas industry It's a whole thing. And it's not just the new wells that are being drilled every year. 
It's the million wells that we've already drilled and are producing. Because it's a continual process. You don't just do this once. Yeah, so here's what happens. If she's the president, the first day she stops it, there'll be litigation. But what will happen is that those people who fund the next new well being drilled are going to say, the risk is now too great. What if this vote goes against me? Mm -hmm. I'm stopping now. Mm -hmm. So here's what would happen. The uh, oil fields in the U.S. decline at a stunning pace. Mm -hmm. Let's say we produce 12 million barrels a day today. If you stop it in January of 2021, that by late spring 2021, the world will be short of oil by two or three million barrels of oil every day. Right. What does wow. the price of oil go do at that point? Oh, it's to the just going to skyrocket. You're, you're, you're short. Well, and what I Gas think tanks run out, et cetera. Folks don't realize the U.S. is now an exporter of oil, and for oh, a baby. long time we've been a massive importer. That's something I wanted to address because you said if the U.S. <coughs> stops, then the world's going to be short. And I don't think people realize that we produce so much oil now. And not just oil, but the natural gas and like all of the plastics around us. That's where it comes from. So even though we get you know big focus on the Middle East, that's where all the oil is. Mm-hmm. Uh, oil output has not been growing anywhere on the planet, except one place, United yeah. States of America, mm. and that's for the last three or four years. Mm. So, th- so and and demand for this product we make, oil and gas, it rises every year. Mm-hmm. So the only place it's been coming from to answer the world's demand for this thing is Oklahoma, West Texas, New Mexico. It's the states that produce oil, which are just a handful of them. Interesting. So you stop it in the U.S., all of the barrels of the world are, they they touch each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, The word, the term is called, it's a fungible commodity, which means my barrel here is looks just like the barrel coming out of the right. Saudi Arabians yeah. well, mm-hmm. and it can be burned and used anywhere. So that's what that what that's what that means. That's why it's such a big deal. We I believe in we have a republic. You could you should vote. You can put in anybody you want to. I'm a huge supporter of that. You just have to know what the consequence is by making that choice. Right. right. And that choice is going to be you're guaranteeing that Three months later, when you drive to put in the eight gallons of gas in your Prius, <laughs> those eight gallons are going to cost you twice as much as they did at least the, the prior winter. Yeah. And if you got your F-150, because everybody still loves a good F-150, oh, right? Yeah. That thing's going to cost instead of eighty dollars to fill, you know, hundred eighty dollars yeah. to fill. That's, That's going to be the choice. Well, and, and she it's can just sign that the first day. There's no stopping. I mean, it'll have to be fought afterwards. Yeah, you bet. But there's but nothing just the, to stop her. The threat, yeah, would be enough to shut down. And you know, they could ease. I say easily. It'd be a huge financial investment, but move elsewhere. What, what invent? What? What person with money would invest in a new well, even if they love the oil industry? Love the oil industry. But would you put a nickel in the industry? If you thought it was going to be outlawed. Yeah. yeah. A week later, a year later, four years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go, no, 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 no. Silly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my money in growing hemp. <laughs> That's the growth market, baby. <laughs> so we're going to have a bunch of yep. hemp out there. Yep. But you can't leave the house because there's no gasoline for your F-250. Oh, that's all right. funny. Probably shouldn't be driving anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we had something kind of similar happen when there was the moratorium on offshore drilling that so many of the rigs that, that got shut down were when uh, the drilling reopened were bought out by foreign uh, foreign investors. Somebody loves the industry. 
you know, there, there's people who love the industry. That there is a difference going on right now, and it, and the face of that difference is this little Swedish girl named Greta Thunberg. Mm-hmm. And and even though Greta is really just the icon of the moment of the industry, it's right. not so much her. Right. But the world is galvanized around her, and it's absolutely in Europe. It's absolutely in Asia. Now it's in it's in the United States, where the investors of the world have said, you know, she might just be right. We need to get rid of all fossil fuels in the next 10 years. And therefore, I don't want to take any of my dollars I would have invested in energy. I'm going to put none of them in the oil industry anymore. So that has this really harsh, amazing event, which is the world runs out of Uh oil, not because the resource is gone. Right. But because the... uh, I mean, think about not even millions, billions of lives that are going to be immediately adversely affected. All of the children of Africa who still live out in the Serengeti or in poor areas Mm -hmm. are going to be denied uh, the malaria pills they need, the indoor air pollution they've got from burning dung to cook their uh, boiler water. All All of those things that have made even the poorest of the world live like kings from... 300 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All those are eliminated yeah. because I say uh, we're all going to die. Well, people don't realize the astonishing impact that we have had as a race on eliminating a, um, you know, abject poverty. Oh. I mean, the, the UN oh, 2030 goal was hit by 2013. <clears throat> I mean, this fast, is insane. It? I mean, we are lifting more people per year out of poverty than has happened ever in history. And so much of this right. is because of these industries that are literally fueling success for these it, folks. I like your term, literally fueling, because you can you heat your house, yes. you cook your food, yes. you air condition your house, yes. you turn the lights on. Mm-hmm. It's all there. It's, it's all there. there. So turn the wells off. And you'd get rid of all of that improvement. So here, here's how my, my brother and I are behaving, because... Elizabeth Warren, as the president, or really anybody on the on that side of the ticket, mm-hmm. and including some Republicans, are completely against fossil fuels. So anybody up there can take this action. Um, uh, and so we look at the United States and say it is just one of 40 countries where oil comes out of the ground. It's actually maybe 60, but 40 that really matter. Right. Mm-hmm. The oil industry and the clever investors of the world have said, so the U.S., which is currently the biggest market for pretty much everything, drill bits, drilling rigs, whatever, mm-hmm. frack jobs, we're, I got 39 other markets yeah. I can go into. And so yeah. I, I'm not going to tell anybody on this podcast what we're doing, but, but my <laughs> brother and I are already moved into the other countries. Because, mm-hmm. all right, take away the U.S. from me. I got it's a, the world's a yep. huge playground. So, we're already there. So there's people already preparing for what might come. You bet. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just give you one. Russia. <laughs> you may not like that. And their I know president. the other one. It's going to be Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we bribed the guy over there. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Russia is one of the countries that can increase its oil output. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't we be in Russia? Yeah. Because yeah. if, if the U.S., I mean, isn't this weird it's to say, because uh, I don't think you guys are Canadian, you're Americans, right? Yeah. Right. Wouldn't it, isn't it weird to have three Americans on a podcast talking about where is the sanest place to invest if you're in the <laughs> oil and gas industry? And you say, well, it's not the U.S. There's too much political risk. Yeah. I'm going to Russia. Right. Because it has less political risk. Yeah. 
Yeah. How about that? Yeah, that's 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 that's, that's some insanity there. Yeah. Yep. That's some insanity that's it. there. Anyway, and it's so not coming from this side. No, it's, no. Like, it's like we we're all we we are opportunists. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. rational. Mm-hmm. We're capitalists. I'm going to assume you are because you're yep. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're gonna you are not you are not going to uh, to throw yourself at the mercy of the state and ask to be paid to exist. You're going right. to create something. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to go where you can create the greatest value for the time you employ. Yeah. And, and do it where it's personally rewarding. Mm-hmm. Right. So. All right, before, I want to shift gears a little bit, because the <laughs> other thing you talked about is kind of what we do, um, and I think it was when somebody asked you a question at the end, but you mentioned, you know, manufacturers, and they do it with speed, and but they know if they do it with speed, not always is it going to fit together the right way, but oil and gas industry doesn't always pay attention to that, so that's what we do, we're quality management consulting mm-hmm. company, and so, of course, whenever anybody mentions anything about quality... We want to talk Our to ears them perk it. up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and so specific to this, my argument has been because I went to industrial engineering graduate school and, mm-hmm. and actually studied the flow of stuff through a factory. Mm-hmm. And and when I see that in the United States, the way we develop oil fields now is mm-hmm. we drill a hundred wells, we frack a hundred wells, we do it all in this in this very military-like process where speed when I drill a well speed is the thing we measure drill it faster right. and faster and faster and faster right but if I go into any of the factories that we own and it's the opposite. you don't it's right <laughs> if I if the only thing I measure is speed I guarantee pieces of crap coming amen. out of the plant <laughs> amen in fact I mean where would you put speed in terms of a factory's four out of five uh, if I've had five priorities you know, on-time delivery is probably number four. It's amazing, it's low. isn't it? Because it doesn't matter if it's on time, if it's crap. If they send it back to you, it's way late. It's exactly. It's got the two pieces have to screw together. Uh-huh. The tolerances have to have to matter. Speed is not the. It, so Mm-mm. in the oil industry, speed is not just one of the metrics. It's the only metric yeah. on the drilling side, and it's and it's creating uh, wells that aren't in every case disastrous, but I guarantee they're suboptimal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The two pieces don't screw together. Right. But I drilled and, it fast. And how do you suggest we change that thinking? Well, the, the problem is, is that in an oil company, there tends to be uh, three operational silos. The drilling folks, mm-hmm. the completion folks, the people who get the well after it's been drilled, but now you got to frack it. Mm-hmm. And the third group is the folks then who have to take the well that's been drilled and completed, and now they produce it for the next 20 years. Okay. Okay. The drilling guys are measured on, they're the ones who are measured on speed. Right. They should actually so all be any together. Any problems they have is just going to be magnified through everyone else. Shove it down yeah. the hole. So the production folks and the reservoir people need to have this direct every day. Start your morning around the table <laughs> and tell the drilling folks what the Betty Sue number one that they drilled a month ago, what it's now doing. Ah. And the problems it just has caused. And allow a little bit of back and forth feedback. Do a little root cause analysis here and say, Mm -hmm. was it the production guys that screwed it up or was it the drilling folks? Get rid of those silos. So I'm gonna say get rid of the silos because you can't just measure one thing. I agree. agree. Here's the problem, if you let the production folks run it, Uh 
they'll cause you to drill a well that takes a year to drill, but it'll be perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so there's always an in-between. Yeah, that's right. There's there, always, yeah. always an in-between. Find that optimal yeah. number. And the only person who can cram that optimal situation down is whoever the head of the company is. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're the ones who are accountable to their investors, their shareholders. Yep. So make that happen. Yeah, nope. and I think they're always concerned about making the money the fastest and yeah but it's that short-term gains not always worth it it. if you're only gonna measure short-term i guarantee you'll be out of business in the long term yes which if you look at like you know the how many companies stay on the dow jones and folks it's what five six years is you know the the normal normal lifespan of companies to be at the the top of the echelon and then they fall off it was a good idea for a while yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) but not sustainable well, thank you so thank much. Thank you for very your time. much. I appreciate it. it My pleasure. A lot pleasure. of fun. A lot Good of job. fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is y'all's podcast? So it's called the Drill Down Show. In depth answers show. to oil field questions. Uh, and uh, so people send in their questions. Uh, no. Look, we have 350 corporate clients around the world, and just in our work of of dealing with them. Mm-hmm. Because there's our, uh, there, there's us right there. Okay. So we're on episode yeah. 100, well, that's just, there's like 137 or 138 or so uh-huh. every week, every Monday. All right. And it's Woo-hoo. 11 minutes of your life that you will never get back. See, that's what we only do about 20 minutes per yeah, episode. Yeah, we, we try to keep thing, it short. People just can listen on their way to work or whatever. And yeah. Ooh, oh, so, that. again, with our, with our, with our experience of a quarter million downloads now. That's um, awesome. We do listen to what people say, like, why do you listen? And uh, it's not content, it's distance. It's length yeah. that that captures people's attention. Because mm-hmm. they say there's so many out there that are an hour long mm-hmm. and they don't get to the point. No. Mm-hmm. So you gotta get to the point. Yep. 